sometimes racy, always raw. Kath and Mish from the hip. We've got to talk about cars. And why do you think that is, Mish? Well, I love them. And I'm do you? guessing that, yeah, I'm guessing that you might have certainly an affinity and possibly some emotions towards cars. Well, it's a funny thing because I would have said up until the last three or four years that I really didn't give a toss about cars, albeit I did love it when I got my first car. But yeah, I think it's been wrapped up in something a little bit different for me lately. Hmm. Really? Can you tell us more? Well, when I was about, I don't know, three or three and a half years ago, I got my first new car ever. Yep. And it was a very smart car. And I've got to tell you, it meant something to me because I felt like I'd kind of arrived a bit. I felt like my business was successful enough that I could afford to, you know, pay for it through my business. My father always drove this beautiful brand of cars so I think there was a kind of very emotional attachment to that yeah it made me feel good and sexy and then I had to sell it when I decided to wind up the business one of the things that had to go was the car because it was quite expensive so I put it on the market it took me ages to sell it and you know in some ways I was kind of not unhappy about that and then it became a little bit desperate and um I mean, I could have kept it, but it was just a bit silly to have so much money wrapped up in a car. So I did finally sell the car to a very beautiful family who bought it for their um, 24-year-old son, uh, who was, you know, divine. But, you know, I got got my first new car at bloody fucking 53 or something. I mean, anyway, whatever. But the good thing is, today I got a new car. Woohoo! Yeah. back in the game tell me though how did your passion for cars start well I I reckon it was very early so my dad like I remember every single car that my father drove since I've well been consciously alive really Um, yeah yeah which started and and in addition I was always really aware of petrol prices too it was another thing you'd drive around and go oh you know whatever whatever and so there was this association with dad and cars, but, you know, that began from when we'd go on the, the early Ford, you know, the old green Ford station wagon, a bit blocky, can't remember the model. Um, yep. Wind down, boot window, no seat belts in the back. I used to sit oh, and no. down it. And my sisters who were older than me sat on either side. And so I'd, of course, lean forward and chat to mum and dad on drives because that's what you did. And then you'd go and sit back down and the girls would always pinch me. So, you know, there's resonance with your memory of cars. When you're locked in the battle of motor racing, you need a good car. And Falcon's always been a good friend to me. Ford Falcon. Going Ford is the going thing. I remember as a kid... And again, I can't remember what sort of car it was, but it would have been a Holden or a Ford or something, you know, pretty unspectacular, driving to the bloody Gold Coast as kids and staying in one of those funky old, you know, motels that look, you know, all deco-y and sort of Miami now. And they were really fun memories. They And I remember we drove through Parks and Forbes. Remember the big, you know, the big dish? And then, you know, all the family idiosyncrasies come out in that that 
enclosed space as well, you know, with the mum's humming or, you know, she's knitting and, uh, you know, dad's, I don't know what he's doing really. and Driving, hopefully. <laughs> 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 he's got his foot on the pedal, I hope. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to contribute to the family entertainment, so which is going on in the rest of the car, camping trips. But, yeah, so dad was, yeah, he always had these car, great cars. And the one after that was this fabulous Fairlane. That was fair lane. <gasps> like a, a you know a, a sparkly royal blue base and the white vinyl roof and that was the first car with push button windows which I might add were chrome little <laughs> I could picture the whole thing right and um so that was pretty snazz and then he had what did he do after that he had um they were overseas and bought a BM that they drove around Europe and then shipped back, and so that was the seven thirty-five or something. See, I know that. The- I know you know <laughs> the numbers. I, I mean, know I'm the very numbers. <laughs> Where can I hear two women shrug off the weight of the world? Oh, I know, from the hip. My boyfriend who taught me to drive, he had this fabulous little gold Tirana with a Tirana. racing wheel. Such a fucking broken <laughs> car. I know. It is. He's a really good driver. And again, you could do that then. Like the restrictions around who can drive when and for how many hours before one's independent. I they reckon got- I had about three lessons before I went for my driver's license. And I remember my mum used to take me driving very occasionally and she had a manual car. So I learnt in a manual. Did you oh, learn in a manual? No, I learnt after my licence. I like was lazy, got the auto and then. Oh, well, I learnt in a manual car, had about three lessons, went on a couple of drives with her, you know, took a corner in fourth. And she was just <laughs> like, could you slow down? But I oh, know, how funny is that? And nothing's changed, can I tell you? I am a bit of a speed fiend. Yes, yeah. What? Well, Pat, like how fast have you driven? Well, that's a ridiculous story and I'm very embarrassed to tell it, but my very first car was a tiny little Nissan Pulsar, right, that my dad what? gave color? me, God love him. Color? What colour? Oh, it was color? kind of like a coppery, bronzy colour, you know, two-door, I reckon, two-door with a little, hatch, little hatchback. Oh, oh, God, look at me at 18 on my birthday getting the sexy little car. Sorry, we're not saying brown either, are we? Saying- no, we're not saying brown. We're saying bronze oh, or copper, okay? <laughs> not poo brown. That was my school uniform. And then my at that time we had a holiday house up on Lake Moela. We decided to have a weekend, you know, first year uni, you think you're shit hot, and uh, invited all the gang up to Lake Mawala to have a weekend because we could and I had to pick some of them up from the railway station at Wangaratta or something like that and I was driving along these country roads off the Hume into Yarrawonga then into Mawala and I thought I'll just see how fast it can go with five people in the car including someone in the boot. (laughs) That was... (laughs) That was not smart. I've got to say, I think back on that, it only ne- needed someone to come through a stop sign on, you know, because they're all those crossroads, right? I thought, Jesus, fuck, we could have just died. And that's <laughs> the you- dumbest thing I've ever done in a car. What's the adult to get up to? Oh, like 180. 
in this little shitbox. Yeah. And I just thought, you fool, you are just showing off. And I sometimes think back to that and just you know when you remind yourself of things that you're not that proud of and you just go oh you do that kind of cringy thing I've just gone that was really dumb I had five potentially six people's lives at risk I mean what a fool yeah but that's that's just that brazen attitude that we had but I think the difference is you know with the kids now you know you've got to do those 120 hours that's fun with twins but they're much better prepared. I mean, Matilda, she's a great driver. Is Zaz a good driver? Zaz is an excellent driver. Yeah. And they're really aware of safety and all that sort of stuff, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they are. And the generation before them was already conscious, really conscious of drink driving. These guys, it's just in their DNA, you just don't. Yeah. So, so tell us about your car journey. Well, my first car I bought was an EJ Prem. Should I be impressed with that? I think so, yes. Okay. Silver body, white roof. Oh, you're loving a white roof, that family. Yeah, actually, that's true because my car after that, the XL Falcon, was this peacock blue with a white pearl roof, (laughs) which I actually drove to WA and back. Across Uh, the Nullarbor? Yeah. Jesus, girl. Fabulous trip, camping. And I think I moved on to... The 1972 Mercedes. Oh, you, then you've gone a bit vintage. Or well, was that current Was classic, that current vintage? Classic to vintage, yeah. And then um, I've stayed with Mercedes ever since. So I had, I've had a 1972, 1990, uh, 2002, and now I've got a 2004. But you know what? I've got to just tell you my bucket is the V8. I've got to, I've got to have, drive a car as my normal everyday car that rumbles and just purrs like a bird. Really? Hey, are Aston Martins V8s? Because I went out with a guy once who had an Aston Martin. So did you know how I have nicknames. Did huh? it roar? Or did oh, it roar or was it God. Well, I never got in it because we didn't last that long. <laughs> but it was right at the beginning of COVID and stuff. But he had an Aston Martin, so I used to just call him fucking James Bond. Oh. But one time he came over and um, he had the car parked out the front in the street. Anyway... When he took off, I reckon I could hear it for about five days. It was just this, like it was full uh, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty sexy, I've got to say. Yeah, I reckon, see, I reckon that vintage purrs and the V8s roar. Okay. So it's just different different levels of cat, really. Well, it? I prefer a purr to a roar, but not to worry. <laughs> but roars are good for you, cat, you know. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Now we've moved into another yeah. realm yet again. <laughs> so, Kathy, any naughty business in cars? Oh, <laughs> I mean, apart from speeding <laughs> at 100 miles. Speeding and hanging my hands out the sunroof. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, my very first boyfriend had a um, an old Holden station wagon. And he was a musician, right? So he needed a station wagon because he had to put all the, you know, Fender guitars in the back. Right? So I was a rock chick. I know, I, I know you can't believe that. I can so believe that. No, I've carried a lot of guitars on sticky carpet, I can tell you. Anyway, this was early in our relationship and we'd been to a party and we're coming back to my place and I lived with my mum and he said, do you want to just kind of 
pull over and, you know, get it on. I went, what, in the back of the car? He goes, yeah, yeah, in the back of the car. I go, yeah, okay, let's pull it. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. I grew up in Dingley. At that time was a village that was, you know, surrounded by market gardens and it was all a bit country. It was a little bit country. And so we pulled into this, what we thought was a paddock, and we are going for it in the back of the car and a light goes on. We're in someone's front yard. You have never seen two people skedaddle quicker than that. It was just so embarrassing and so hilarious. And, you know, all the windows had steamed up. And it's, just... and it's not a sensor light either, right? It's from the volume. It's... Ding, 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 ding. You know, it's the man on the porch with the shotgun. <laughs> oh, God, that's hilarious. What about you, Bo? I've got a little sort of bit of juice. It's probably, you know, it's like a 19-year-old juice. Yeah. Um, with a lovely boy who I have to say had a pointy tongue kissing. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Is that good? Uh, pretty much. Anyway, yeah. we're like we had the vibe going on and he was pretty hot and also was the type of boy, even at that age, who was not afraid of going to a party in a tutu, you know. So it's like, yeah, you got stuff about you. Yeah. Anyway, so we were having this sort of little thing and he came and picked me up one night in his little V-dub bug, white V-dub bug. So cute. 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 Off for a burn. And do you know that beside the freeway at the roundabout of near Burnley where McRobertson Bridge crosses over to... So Turak, so that confluence of freeway, river, Turak and Richmond. Yeah, know it. In the golf course, right? There's this little track that I think must be a bike track or maybe a footpath that runs alongside the freeway. Yeah, yeah, get it. In any case, so we, you know, had a bit of a passion and, you know, it was one of those real sort of tongue down your throat passions and like leaning back over the over the nice leather seats as was in the bug. Yeah. The next thing we know, we're flying along what is a footpath in the car. It was so exhilarating and so thrilling that, of course, he became sexier than ever. So we were both, we both had that sort of risky behaviour vibe going on. So we, maybe we'd already done it at that stage and this was sort of follow-up to just a bit more reckless. Bit of car action. Yeah. So not, didn't do the whole deed, but... It was but this, in a bug, it might have been a bit difficult. You can always manage. You can always manage. Well, you know, there was the um, boy training to be a cop in the front of the prelude, so. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You want the truth. You can't handle the truth. From the hip. So... Mish, you know how much I've told you I hate the bloody personalised number plate thing? Uh, yeah. No. But I was just thinking, do you think we should get one for the series? Ooh, like an FTH 69. Well, it'd have to be 069, wouldn't it? You've got to have three digits. Not unpersonalised, you don't. Oh, don't you? FTH HT, FTH hot. Like it has to have that. <laughs> or H-Zero-T. 
And if you go down the HRT, well, that's hormone replacement. Oh, well, we're not going there. There's nothing H0T about that. Well, should we zoom off into the sunset? Shall we just, Thelma and Louise? Hey, oh, did you always want to do that? Oh my God! Let's just feel the fear and do it, Louise. Ah, oh, I'm with you, babe. Okay, <laughs> I'll see you in the car. Bye, darling. From the Hip is a weekly podcast featuring Kath and Mish for and on behalf of From the Hip Enterprises, recorded in the studios of From the Hip. You can subscribe and find more episodes of From the Hip at fromthehip.live. On Instagram at fromthehip underscore podcast, search for From the Hip on Facebook and download wherever you'd like to get your podcasts. Until next time, stay fine, stay fearless, stay hip. <laughs>